you may know him as the owner of Kitchen by Brad. Um, he's a world-renowned chef. Um, he was uh, an official chef at the uh, in uh, 2010 in Vancouver um, at the Olympic Games and in 2012 in London for their Olympic Games. He's also cooked for the Queen of England. You know, something that wow. most people can't say. <laughs> and he's a patient, uh, or he's been a patient at the Maz, so very familiar with what they do there. We're talking to Brad Simoliak, who joins us now. Good morning, Brad. Good morning. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Very well, thank you. So, Brad, you're a VAD patient, which we're going to get a little bit of clarity on in just a minute. What What is a VAD? What does that mean? And what does that mean for your life? But um, you had a heart defect at birth. And then, at least from what I'm seeing, it seemed to be pretty manageable until at, at 34, your health began to decline. And then at 52 was really the big wake-up call. So kind of walk us through what exactly happened with your experience and how you knew that you needed to get some some serious treatment and intervention. Well, I've been followed my uh, entire life, and one thing that's really nice is it's all been through the U of A and now, of course, uh, the Vasenkowski. So, um, you know, where other people or other situations in other cities, you might have to go from cardiologist to cardiologist, Mm -hmm. and um, it's all done under one roof at the Vasenkowski. So I was very fortunate to be followed by a doctor for the last... uh, uh, arguably 20 25 years and um he's been he was brilliant and it's just basically the heart that i had repaired in 1971 was wearing out and not working anymore and i came back from um working the summer of 2018 and i had been working and i just ballooned up from water retention which is one of the key indicators of heart failure and they went and they realized I was in an acute heart failure. And uh, at that time, they told me, you're going to need a transplant. And unfortunately, that didn't work out just because my body wasn't ready. And they said, then you will get an LVAD, which is a left ventricular assist device. And that was installed in 2019. So just a little over two years now. Okay, so what what is that device? What does it do? The device is like a pump that sits on the, on your heart or in your heart, and it's a tr- centrifugal pump. So basically what it does is the blood goes through, but it doesn't pump. It's not a pneumatic pump, so it just spins. And as a result of that, it just has the flow go through the heart and, and maintain, um, you know, the work of the heart. Having said that, I don't have a blood pressure and I don't have a pulse because it's a it's a uh circular centrifugal pump whoa so is this something (laughs) brad you mentioned that you needed a heart transplant but that wasn't the case because your body wasn't ready for it so is this vad or this device that helps your heart pump is this something that's temporary and then you'll still get a heart transplant or is this something that that you'll have for life well there's two ways we can go with it and um the first way is what we call a bridge to transplant and by that, I mean, you basically have the LVAD for a year, they see how you're doing, and then they hopefully get you a transplant. And the other one is a destination um, where you get the LVAD and you have it for life just because your body uh, or risks are too high for you to get a transplant. Now, I, I'm at the stage where I'm getting tested, so uh, I should go. I just get, got out of the hospital yesterday, and I oh, should wow. know... Um, within a week or so roughly where we're standing about a heart transplant having said that one of my dearest lvad friends that we've met over the course of a year and a half ish 
just got her transplant on February 1st, heart day, which uh, I, I couldn't be happier. It's just so exciting for her and her family. So is a transplant is in your future no matter what, right? That That's what I'm taking nope, from nope, this? No, nope, no, nope. no. No? No, I mean, I could go in and, and they uh, do more tests and realize that the um, a new heart just wouldn't, wouldn't uh, survive in, in my body the way it is. Wow, okay. Okay, so Brad, you have this device that's helping your heart pump. Mm-hmm. You are running a restaurant, Kitchen by Brad. You do fundraising yeah. for them as. Yeah. I, I, I would imagine that someone in your in your condition would be told to maybe slow down a little bit. Is <laughs> is that the case? Or has the Maz just kind of basically given you a second shot at, at being able to do whatever it is that you want? Well, I do at times get some rolled eyes when I go to the Maz. Um, you know, and they'll hear what, what I was doing or where I was working. And I'm just... One of my things was um, saying to one of my doctors, you know, he said, maybe you might want to slow down a little bit. And I looked at him and I said, then what's the point? Then what was the point of this? Wow. You know, I mean, and, and you know, people might say, well, that's not really the right attitude, but <laughs> I, I, I want to suck every ounce of life. Out. And, you know, so I got to walk around with a pack on me for a couple, you know, uh, the rest of my life for a couple of years. Big deal. You know, I mean, it Really, I'm not, if I keep going, it, it really does not, it's not doing damage or anything. Like, I would never do that. But I just can't be bothered sitting around and in bed or just, you know, feeling sorry for myself. you got to go out and do things. I think that makes sense after going sure. through everything that you've yeah. gone through. I mean, how many, what does that look like in terms of how many procedures or, or surgeries that you've had? Well, uh, let's see. I just had, um, like, procedures probably about... Uh, eight or ten the surgery of course we had the big LVAD surgery which was two years ago that was about 13 hours and then I just had a procedure about a week ago that was about three and a half hours Um, and Brad you know you talk about you're going 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 and and uh, you're also giving back a lot you you're really involved in fundraisers for the Maz yourself just tell us about some of the things that you've done well, uh, you know, I, I, I don't do anything, obviously, by myself. And um, my wife has just been absolutely outstanding in helping and, and believing in the cause. And uh, we've done soup fundraisers, which we did last February, which was, um, unfortunately, we can't do this year, but we'll just delay it where we gave, uh, you come down, get a bowl of soup and a biscuit on a Friday, and uh, you donate all the money goes to the Mazinkowski. So last year, I think we raised 7500 um, throughout the year, we are doing part of our kitchen to go. Uh, on Wednesday nights, is uh, our dinners are twenty five dollars, five dollars going to the Mazinkowski, which um, you know, if, if you want to support, you don't have to give a whole bunch of money, but you know, buy yourself a dinner, and five bucks goes to the Mazinkowski, and you know, uh, that five bucks is five bucks to to build, and um, you know, we're just constantly uh, in addition to fundraising, just telling people how lucky we are to have this facility how um you know don't compare ourselves to other places in the world because we have probably within the top three anyway mm-hmm. right here in edmonton and you know i'd say probably what nine minutes away from your studio if that yeah i mean and you're right it's as good as it gets we are so yeah. fortunate to have this yeah and you know um in not only is the mazinkowski like the the um the equipment, the technology, all the diagnostics, the operating theaters, but it's the people there that make the difference. And I can speak 
as being an expert on this. I mean, I just got out. And when I say I just got out, I got out last night at 4.30. Um, so I've been spending a little bit of time there. The people there are just so awesome. And I, I don't wish anybody ever going there, but they will take the most amazing care of you ever. Yeah, oh, no well said, it. Brad. All right. Well, thank you so much for making the time you for bet. us this morning. And it's so good to hear that you're doing so well. We really appreciate you being on with us. Thank you very much. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.